0: Download the
1: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're going to run out immediately to the SDCCU fan hotline. Joining us right now from Fox Sports San Diego, Mark Sweeney, our guest here on the fan. Sweeney, how are you?
0: I'm doing great, Rich. Ryan, how are you guys doing?
1: We are outstanding. I almost wanted to put on a blue sweater today as I came to work, but I I didn't want to steal your swagger last night. For those of you that were watching the game last night, Mark walks out, and he looks great in the booth, in between dawn, in between mud. You've got this great sweater on. I do not know why they didn't dig that look.
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't really dig it that much either. I'm not a sweater vest fan, but, man, it was cold last night down at the ballpark, but... Listen, we got warmed up pretty quickly when uh, Eric Hosmer's home run went over the left field wall.
2: Yeah, you guys seem to be having a lot of fun in that booth when that happened. Uh, what do you think is the the big key for the Potters? Obviously, they haven't been scoring a ton of runs. The pitching's been uh, been battling the last couple games to to keep them in the game. What do you think is the biggest key moving forward that needs to get on track for these guys?
0: I think offensively they, they've had that potential of uh, – is busting out they had a game in atlanta the last game of the atlanta series that i thought was going to be spurring a lot of things on um it, really it's the continuity but there's been individual efforts on a daily basis that you're getting uh that are winning ball games and really that's what it comes down to i think ideally ryan everyone would love to have uh more offense to kind of take some pressure off the pitching but man, when you're in a position like this, it's it's hard to uh, to say that there's bad things going on. I don't think they played their best ball, and that's a good thing.
1: Mark Sweeney joining us right now, Fox Sports San Diego on the SDCCU Fan Hotline. When you're at the ballpark the way you are every day, you see the little things that maybe we don't catch on television, you don't read about in the newspaper, we might not catch on the radio. What are the little? Pieces of the process that's getting purer in your eyes that you see on a daily basis that we might not talk about.
0: Yeah, Rich, this team works. Um, and listen, it happens around baseball. I'm not saying this is unique, but this team—you uh, know—you get there at two o'clock and they're on the field. They're working. They're—they're—they're they're, they're busting their butts and trying to get better. The thing that sticks out in my mind is—is is that uh, defensively in the outfield at times there's a lot of moving pieces, but. Ramil Reyes in the Pittsburgh series had a couple catches that we haven't seen before. So um, that work and the work ethic uh, across the board is is what really sticks out to me. I don't think a lot of fans understand that for a 7 o'clock game, these guys are getting there around 1 o'clock just to prepare themselves to go out there and, and work at their craft. And there's a lot of youth on this team, as we've already alluded to, but um, because of that youth You're going to have to go out there and, and put in the effort Much like you do in the minor leagues Where you're developing still
2: So right now Will Myers Really, really struggling in a slump He's a guy we've seen go on streaks Where he can carry the team for a month What's what's going on with Will right now? Why is he in such a slump?
0: You know what, Ryan? Uh, mechanically And then that's what I have to go on Because I'm not having conversations That uh, Johnny Washington is And things like that I always say this, the information is in front of the player, um, and it's about him to mentally making changes. And for Will Myers, to me, mechanically, it, it looks like he's in a pull mode. Uh, that left hip goes, the left shoulder goes. And the reason why I say that, I've been there when I, when I was playing. You get in those ruts where you're trying to stay closed, you're trying to go the other way, and it just doesn't happen. The pitcher really indicates what you're trying to do. Um, the last few days, I've seen Will Myers try to take some more pitches, try to get into better hitting counts, uh, and sometimes that is uh, organically doesn't really happen. Um, to me, Will Myers is at his best when he's hitting the ball to right center. And I haven't seen it consistently. Um, you remember opening day here in, in San Diego, he hit that ball to right center, which I thought was one of the best swings he's ever taken let alone, you know, on the year, um, where he hit it over the beach uh, in right center field. So that, to me, is the ideal Will Myers. If he gets to that point, I think he starts pulling the ball correctly. Um, But, you know, that's that's a lot of stuff. But mentally, I think he's in a challenging phase, which we've all been through. It just sometimes takes a little thing to get out of it.
1: Can we go into more detail on that part? Because that's the that's the part of the game that, that fans might not understand. I've never stood in the batter's box facing a big league pitcher with all these things going through your mind. We had Carlos Pena from MLB Network on uh, earlier this week. He was talking about when your timing's off, you default to what you do naturally. And for Will, it looks yeah. like it's pulling the ball. But take us inside the batter's box as you're standing there and, and use your own examples of what it's like when you're scuffling, you're struggling, you don't have the strike zone organized, and you're trying to fight through that.
0: Uh, yeah, Rich, first, Carlos Pena is tremendous. Uh, I, I love listening to him and how he breaks things down. Um, it's simplicity when you go through a stretch like this. Um, for people that don't know and haven't been in the batter's box, um, Will Myers is in the batter's box right now, and there's a lot of thoughts in his mind. Um, and we've all been there. If you have the ability to clear yourself and get to that point where you've reacted, uh, a lot of coaches that I've uh, I've listened to, and that's basically my words. It's the Merv Retmans of the world. It's the hitting coaches that I've had throughout my career that are reinforced in my mind. And that's the beauty of what I do as a as an analyst. Um, for Will Myers, to me, he has to go in there and trust what he's doing in his work. And I guarantee his work in the cages, his work in batting practice, is much better than the results that we're seeing on the TV. So if you can simplify it, you can go in there with a clear mind, and you can go in there and trust what you're working on is going to happen in the game. That's the best-case scenario. That being said, um, that's what makes this game and hitting a mystery because there's so many people that mentally are thinking about too many things. And uh, the best ones, including the superstars, Always talk about simple things when you're in the batter's box. They just react, and they're better at mentally uh, being in the batter's box and being able to clear their mind.
2: Wow, when one of the greatest pinch hitters of all time tells you hitting can be a mystery at times, you know you realize how difficult it must be uh, to stand in there in the big leagues. Uh, Mark, Fernando Tatis Jr., we're hearing he, he may be working his way back pretty quickly, pretty soon here. What kind of a boost is that going to be? I mean, you've been on a team with young, energetic guys, rookies like that who, yeah. are, who are talented before. What kind of a boost is that to the team on a daily basis?
0: Yeah, Ryan, it's it's the energy, and you touched on it. That youth is is energy. Um, I've said to people, I think Tatis Jr. brings an energy to Manny Machado that I think is is something spectacular. Manny is giving experience uh, and nurturing Tatis Jr. But I think that energy brings a, a lot to everybody, including, you know, what's what's been in front of us. And when Tatis Jr. was playing short, uh, that infield defense is spectacular, let alone good. Um, so he's going to bring a lot of energy. He's going to bring a lot of talent. Uh, but I think the Padres are doing it the right way. He has to be 100% because you don't want to go through uh, hamstring issues all throughout the year and be frustrated uh, when you have to really develop Fernando Tatis Jr.
1: Mark Swindy joining us right now, Fox Sports San Diego. Mark, we are talking Monday that the Padres fall below 500 for the first time all year. Fans are like, oh, no, here we go again. Um, There's kind of a a cloud when the team loses and they fall below. Then they come out and they have two outstanding games against the Arizona Diamondbacks, getting above 500, jumping back into second place. Young ball club. How are they handling the fact that now people are paying attention and starting to believe this is a winning ball club?
0: You know, Rich, I mean, it's the mentality of players is that after a tough loss, and you look at that Pittsburgh series, they didn't play well the last three games. Um, And that's disappointing. But when you go home, it's really you have to erase that. And the beauty of baseball is that players' mentality is they show up the next day and individually try to make adjustments, but collectively they're ready to just compete that next day. Whereas the fan takes the, the, the feeling of, Oh, here we go again. Um, this can't happen. We're below 500. I think anybody in any fan would have said if you're above 500 in, uh, late in May, going into June, uh, that's a good scenario for this team. They're still developing. They're still building their identity. Um, I think they've been very good and they've shown resiliency, um, whether it's, it's during a game or whether it's a period of uh, consistency, especially playing at home because they've been inconsistent at home, um, and that sometimes takes, takes a little bit of time to develop. But I think as a whole this team is very uh, happy where they are because there's a lot of youth in this, in this starting rotation, and I, I think they've, very, they've shown very well.
2: So, we obviously have all talked about Chris Paddock and how unbelievable he is and how, how you know his personality and all that stuff has come out. But how impressive have you been with Matt Strom, who's just been dominant the, yeah. the, ever since his first start? He had that rough first start, and since then he's been great. What have you seen from him, and, and how impressive has he been?
0: Well, I, I think uh, Chris Paddock, to his credit, is taking a lot of steam away from Matt Strom. I, I literally sat down with Darren Balsley the pitching coach, yesterday and said exactly that. I, I said, Matt Strom's really good, and his record doesn't indicate it. He got a second win last night. But uh, to me, it's any pitch, any time, uh, complete confidence of, of being able to navigate a lineup. Um, he is he, he is beyond what I expected at this point um, because he's still going through um, feeling like he's in that rotation. I know he he deserves it. And I know he thinks that way. Uh, But this is a very uh, athletic pitcher that knows how to pitch, knows how to go out and attack. And uh, I I think he's shown very well. Uh, Like I said, the record doesn't indicate it. um, But no walks, uh, attacking when he can get a strikeout, he does that. But he pitches the contact. And and, uh, this is a guy that I I think is a hybrid type of pitcher uh, because he can pitch out of the bullpen, he's shown, and he can do it in the starting rotation. Uh, Matt Strom is a weapon that I think the Padres are, are very excited to have.
1: Mark Sweeney, last question. Joining us right now from Fox Sports San Diego, you know we always mention coaches in passing. Like everybody talks about the skip, Randy Green, but every once in a while, the broadcaster throw out, "Oh, Johnny Washington did this, or Skip Schumacher did that." But the one name that consistently gets thrown out there is Darren Ballsley and the fact that he really is a guy that takes reclamation projects on, finds guys that other people cast off, uh, rebuilds arms, rebuilds confidence. Is there anybody in his league right now in baseball that's been able to take guys that were cast off and turn them into all-stars?
0: Well, Rich, it's, it's hard to quantify that. Um, you just know that you have something good because of length of, how long Darren Baldy's been here, the relationships he has. And it's not necessarily the pitchers, because when I was in the uniform, uh, we had a lot of fun. I mean, it it was always like the guy that you wanted to talk to because he put so much effort into, uh, not only scouting reports, but, um, making that pitcher believe that he's the best on that mound that particular day. Um, That's what you have to focus on, necessarily comparing him to other pitching coaches, because there's some really good ones out there. Uh, Darren Balsley, to me, makes everyone out there uh, feel like they're King Kong when they're on the mound. And and I think that is a a trait that you have to have as a coach. He's got to be in your corner. And Darren Balsley's uh, longevity as a pitching coach really indicates how good he is. Yeah, I think the Padres know what they have, and, and that's a it's a luxury for them.
1: And I'm glad fans get a chance to hear a lot of these things, so they appreciate the have somebody that is very, very special on that coaching staff for the Padres. Mark, I appreciate you joining us before the day game. Again, I dug the sweater. I might go get one this weekend. <laughs> um, awesome. But, but hopefully it will warm up so we just wear shorts and uh, flip-flops to the ballpark. Thanks for joining us. I'll catch up with you soon.
0: Guys, thanks for having me, and have a great show. All
1: right, take care. Mark Sweeney, Fox Sports San Diego, uh, joining us on the SDCCU Fan Hotline. Save with a high-yield certificate from SDCCU. For details, visit SDCCU.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.